0: Shabbat Shalom! Torah was meant to be lived out in community and in the context of relationships. A very effective way to study the Bible is in a small group doing a midrash or discussion. This helps you to go deeper into the Word as you take time to reflect on it, make connections from one scripture to another, and apply the scriptures to your personal walk. We have added a new feature on the Daily Audio Torah website. If you are involved in a small group Bible study, or would like to start one, we can help you. We have added discussion questions for you to use when your group gathers. We will post discussion questions for every weekend reading, and they will be posted on the website a week in advance so you have time to read and prepare ahead of time. We've also posted guidelines for leaders and facilitators to help grow your small group in a healthy way. Just go to the new pick-on-the-menu discussion questions and you will find everything you need there to nurture and grow your small group. Have fun learning and growing in God's Word together in your small group. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the New Living Translation for the Hebrew Scriptures and for the Brit Hadashah. Today we finish up the Torah portion, Ki Tetsi and it means, when you go out. Deuteronomy 25, 1-19 to When there is a dispute between men, and they go to law, and a decision is rendered, declaring the one in the right, and the other in the wrong, If the guilty one is to be flogged, the magistrate shall have him lie down and be given lashes in his presence by count, as his guilt warrants. He may be given up to forty lashes, but not more, lest, being flogged further, to excess, your brother be degraded before your eyes. You shall not muzzle an ox while it is treading. When brothers dwell together, and one of them dies, and leaves no son, the wife of the deceased shall not be married to a stranger outside the family. Her husband's brother shall unite with her. He shall take her as his wife and perform the levier's duty. The first son that she bears shall be accounted to the dead brother, that his name may not be blotted out in Israel. But if the man does not want to marry his brother's widow, his brother's widow shall appear before the elders in the gate and declare, My husband's brother refuses to establish a name in Israel for his brother. He will not perform the duty of a lavir." The elders of his town shall then summon him and talk to him. If he insists, saying, I do not want to marry her, his brother's widow shall go up to him in the presence of the elders, Pull the sandal off his foot, spit in his face, and make this declaration. Thus shall be done to the man who will not build up his brother's house. And he shall go in Israel by the name of the family of the unsandaled one. If two men get into a fight with each other, and the wife of one comes up to save her husband from his antagonist, and puts out her hand and seizes him by his genitals, You shall cut off her hand, show no pity. You shall not have in your pouch alternate weights, larger and smaller. You shall not have in your house alternate measures, a larger and a smaller. You must have completely honest weights and completely honest measures. If you are to endure long on the soil that Hashem your God is giving you, For everyone who does those things, everyone who deals dishonestly, is abhorrent to Hashem your God. Remember what Amalek did to you on your journey after you left Egypt, how, undeterred by fear of Hashem, he surprised you on the march when you were famished and weary and cut down all the stragglers in your rear. Therefore, when Hashem your God grants you safety from all your enemies around you in the land that Hashem your God is giving you as a hereditary portion, you shall blot out the memory of Amalek from under the heaven. Do not forget. Job twenty one to twenty two thirty. Zophar, the Napathite, said in reply, In truth my thoughts urge me to answer. It is because of my feelings, when I hear reproof that insults me. A spirit, out of my understanding, makes me reply. Do you not know this, that from time immemorial, since man was set on earth, the joy of the wicked has been brief, the happiness of the impious, fleeting, Though he grows as high as the sky, his head reaching the clouds, he perishes forever, like his dung. Those who saw him will say, Where is he? He flies away like a dream, and cannot be found. He is banished like a night vision. Eyes that glimpsed him do so no more. They cannot see him in his place any longer. His sons ingratiate themselves with the poor. His own hands must give back his wealth. His bones, still full of vigor, lie down in the dust with him. Though evil is sweet to his taste, and he conceals it under his tongue, though he saves it, does not let it go. Holds it inside his mouth. His food and his bowels turn into asps, venom within him. The riches he swallows, he vomits. Hashem empties it, Out of his stomach. He sucks the poison of asps. The tongue of the viper kills him. Let him not enjoy the streams, the rivers of honey, the brooks of cream. He will give back the goods unswallowed, the value of the riches, undigested. Because he crushed and tortured the poor, he will not build up the house he took by force. He will not see his children tranquil. He will not preserve one of his dear ones. With no survivor to enjoy it, his fortune will not prosper. When he has all he wants, trouble will come. Misfortunes of all kinds will batter him. Let that fill his belly. Let him loose his burning anger at him and rain down his weapons upon him. Fleeing from iron arrows, he is shot through from a bow of bronze. Brandished and run through his body, the blade through his gull strikes terror into him. Utter darkness waits for his treasured ones. The fire fanned by no man will consume him. Who survives in his tent will be crushed. Heaven will expose his iniquity. Earth will rise up against him. His household will be cast forth by a flood, spilled out on the day of his wrath. This is the wicked man's portion from Hashem, the lot Hashem has ordained for him. Job said in reply, Listen well to what I say, and let that be your consolation. Bear with me while I speak, and after I have spoken, you may mock. Is my complaint directed toward a man? Why should I not lose my patience? Look at me and be appalled, and clap your hand to your mouth. When I think of it, I am terrified. My body is seized with shuddering. Why do the wicked live on, prosper, and grow wealthy? Their children are with them always, and they see their children's children. Their homes are secure without fear. They do not feel the rod of Hashem. Their bull breeds and does not fail. Their cow calves and never miscarries. They let their infants run loose like a sheep, and their children skip about. They sing to the music of timbrel and lute, and revel to the tune of the pipe. They spend their days in happiness, and go down to Sheol in peace. They say to Hashem, Leave us alone, we do not want to learn your ways. What is Shaddai that we should serve him? What will we gain by praying to him? Their happiness is not their own doing. The thoughts of the wicked are beyond me. How seldom does the lamp of the wicked fail! Does the calamity they deserve befall them? Does he apportion their lot in anger? Let them become like straw in the wind, like chaff carried off by a storm. You say... HaShem is reserving His punishment for His sons. Let it be paid back to Him that He may feel it. Let His eyes see His ruin, and let Him drink the wrath of Shaddai. For what does He care about the fate of His family when His number of months runs dry? Can HaShem be instructed in knowledge, He who judges from such heights? One man dies in robust help, all tranquil and untroubled. His pails are full of milk. The marrow of his bones is juicy. Another dies embittered, never having tasted happiness. They both lie in the dust, and are covered with worms. Oh, I know your thoughts, and the tactics you will devise against me. You will say, where is the house of the great man, and where is the tent in which the wicked dwelled? You must have consulted the wayfarers, You cannot deny their evidence. For the evil man is spared on the day of calamity, on the day when wrath is led forth. Who will upbraid him to his face? Who will requite him for what he has done? He is brought to the grave, while a watch is kept at his tomb. The clods of the wadi are sweet to him. Everyone follows behind him. Innumerable are those who precede him. Why then do you offer me empty consolation? Of your replies, only the perfidy remains. Eliphaz the Temanite said in reply Can a man be of use to Hashem, a wise man benefit him? Does Shaddai gain if you are righteous? Does he profit if your conduct is blameless? Is it because of your piety that he arraigns you and enters into judgment with you? You know that your wickedness is great, and that your iniquities have no limit. You exact pledges from your fellows without reason, and leave them naked, stripped of their clothes. You do not give the thirsty water to drink. You deny bread to the hungry. The land belongs to the strong, the privileged occupy it. You have sent away widows empty-handed. The strength of the fatherless is broken. Therefore snares are all around you, and sudden terrors frighten you. Or darkness, so you cannot see. A flood of waters covers you. Hashem is in the heavenly heights. See the highest stars, how lofty. You say, what can Hashem know? Can he govern through the dense cloud? The clouds screen him so he cannot see as he moves about the circuit of heaven. Have you observed the immemorial path that evil men have trodden? How they were shriveled up before their time and their foundation poured out like a river? They said to Hashem, Leave us alone. What can Shaddai do about it? But it was he who filled their houses with good things. The thoughts of the wicked are beyond me. The righteous, seeing it, rejoiced. The innocent laughed with scorn. Surely their substance was destroyed, and their remnant consumed by fire. Be close to him and wholehearted. Good things will come to you thereby. Accept instruction from his mouth. Lay up his words in your heart. If you return to Shaddai, you will be restored. If you banish iniquity... From your tent, if you regard treasure as dirt, offer gold as stones of the wadi, and Shaddai be your treasure and precious silver for you. When you seek the favor of Shaddai and lift up your face to Hashem, you will pray to Him and He will listen to you, and you will pay your vows. You will decree and it will be fulfilled, and light will shine upon your affairs. When others sink low you will say it is pride for he saves the humble he will deliver the guilty he will be delivered through the cleanness of your hands second corinthians 1 1 to 11 Paul, an apostle of Yeshua HaMashiach, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, with all the saints which are in all Achaia. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, Who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble, by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also abounds by Christ. And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer, or whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. And our hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as you are partakers of the sufferings, so shall you be also of the consolation. For we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure Above strength, insomuch that we despaired even of life. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God, which raises the dead, who delivers us from so great a death, and does deliver, in whom we trust that He will yet deliver us. You also helping together by prayer for us, that for the gift. Bestowed upon us by the means of many persons, thanks may be given by many on our behalf. Psalm 40, 11 17. Withhold not your tender mercies from me, O Lord. Let your loving kindness and your truth continually preserve me. For innumerable evils have compassed me about. My iniquities have taken hold upon me so that I am not able to look up. They are more than the hairs of my head. Therefore my heart fails me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Let them be ashamed and confounded together that seek after my soul to destroy it. Let them be driven backward and put to shame that wish me evil. Let them be desolate for a reward of their shame that say to me, Aha! Aha! Let all those that seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let such as love your salvation say continually, The Lord be magnified. But I am poor and needy, yet the Lord thinks upon me. You are my help and my deliverer. Make no tarrying, O my God. Proverbs 22, 2-4 The rich and poor meet together. The Lord is the maker of them all. A prudent man foresees the evil and hides himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor, and life. I want to speak to you today from our reading out of Job in chapters 20-22. through And we will start with Job chapter 20, verse 26, where it is written, Utter darkness waits for his treasured ones. A fire fanned by no man will consume him. Who survives in his tent will be crushed. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows, Zophar asserts that anyone associated with an evil person will be punished as a result of that association. Why is it so important to avoid associating with evildoers? Associating with a sinner can cause a desecration of God's name, since righteous people are thought to be less virtuous due to these inappropriate associations. Furthermore, a righteous person must avoid being influenced by evildoers, lest they lead him to sin. This idea is applied by Rashi to explain why the tribe of Reuben joined the rebellion of Korah, who was from the Kehar family of the tribe of Levi. Since the tribe of Reuben was settled in the south when they camped, thus being neighbors of Kehot and his children, who were also camped in the south, they joined with Korah in his rebellion. Woe to the wicked, and woe to his neighbor. Continuing on in Job chapter 21, verse 7, it is written, Why do the wicked live on, prosper, and grow wealthy? This is the crux of the matter of the entire book of Job, and it is A deep question that has been considered and pondered over the ages, over the centuries. A whole book has been written on this topic. Why do bad things happen to good people? The Israel Bible Commentary to this verse reads as follows. This question that Job asks is the crux of the entire book. Why do the righteous suffer while the wicked go unpunished? Though Job is troubled by this because of his personal experiences, he does not abandon his faith in God. If he did, the question would lose its meaning, for the seeming randomness of good and bad fortunes presents a difficulty only if one supposes that the world is ruled by a benevolent God. Job teaches that while it is acceptable to ask the questions, they must come from a place of faith in Hashem and his integrity, rather than denial and doubt. Continuing on in chapter 22, verse 3, Does Shaddai gain if you are righteous? Does he profit if your conduct is blameless? The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows, Eliphaz states that Hashem does not desire piety, but rather good deeds. Or mitzvot. This is reminiscent of the first chapter of Isaiah. In Isaiah, God is angry at the inhabitants of Jerusalem because they are engaged in unacceptable behavior towards their fellow men, such as murder, even as they continue to worship Hashem through prayer and sacrifice. See Isaiah chapter 1, 11 and 15. Isaiah declares, Alas, she has become a harlot the faithful city that was filled with justice, where righteousness dwelt. But now it is filled with murderers. Isaiah 1, verse 21 While a righteous person might believe that his observance of the formal commandments is what brings Hashem close to him, what Hashem desires most is kindness to other human beings. The chapter in Isaiah continues, I will restore your magistrates as of old and your counselors as of yore. Zion shall be saved in the judgment, her repentant ones in the retribution. Chapter 1, verses 26 and 27. It is through kindness, righteousness, and justice towards others that the redemption of Zion will come. I'm going to close there. And have a blessed Shabbat. See you tomorrow. Sh- Shalom. Yevareka, Adonai, Adonai, Panaav Hilaka, Vikunnehaka. Isa, Adonai, Panaav Hilaka, Vayaseh, Lekha, Lekha, Shavu. The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers Chapter 6, 24-26 Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.